praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Today I'm going to talk from the book of Daniel chapter 8. We are going through the series to see what God has planned for the end of the world. In the book of Daniel chapter 8 we read another vision that was given to Daniel which was prophetic of the plan of God for the for the whole world. Chapter 8 said, In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared unto me, even unto me, Daniel. After that, which appeared unto me at the first, and I saw in a vision, and it came to pass when I saw that I was at Shushan in the palace, which is in the province of Elam. And I saw in a vision, and I was, I was by the river of Ulai. Then I lifted up my eyes and saw, and behold, there stood before the river a ram, which had two horns, and the two horns were high, and but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. I saw the ram pushing westward and northward and southward. So from that verse alone, you can say the ram must be coming from where? If it's pushing westward and northward and southward, it must be coming from the east, eastward, from the east, coming, going to west and north and south. Now it went further, I said, so that no beast might stand before him, neither was there any that could deliver out of his hand, but he did according to his will and became great. Now let me stop right there and talk a little bit. From the last broadcast, if you have listened to the last broadcast of Daniel chapter 7, we described all the beasts that were revealed to Daniel in that vision that Daniel saw. And the angel said those beasts represented kingdoms of the world, one after the other that came over and took over the world until the kingdom of God took over, which was represented by a son of man, which actually represented the saints of the Most High, the kingdom of God. Now in this chapter 8, this was being revealed to Daniel again using some other beasts, but it's still saying the same thing. But the first beast that he saw was like a, was a ram that was pushing westward and northward and southward. So that ram also was symbolizing kingdom. But he said the ram has two horns, and we're going to see the meaning in a moment, which is the angel who also interpreted to us. In verse 5, and I was as I was considering, behold, an e-goat came from the west on the face of the whole earth and touched not the ground and the goat had a notable horn between his eyes and he came to the ram that had two horns which I had seen standing before the river and ran unto him in the fury of his power and I saw him clo come close unto the ram and he was moved with shoulder against him and smote the ram and break his two horns and there was no power in the ram to stand before him but he cast him down to the ground and stamped upon him and there was none that could deliver the ram out of his hand therefore the he-goat waxed very great and when he was strong the great horn was broken and for it came up four notable ones toward the four winds of heaven let me stop right there again now like I said this beast was representing kingdoms and if the first kingdom was two horns which in the next view verse you will see that it was representing a king the kingdom of Media Persia. That's why they have two ones, Media and Persia. It was two countries that joined together to make war and conquer the, their enemies. And that was how the the, 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 the later on become the tallest. 
Okay. Now it said here that another another one came from the west. Another another animal called an eagle came from the west that now finally knocked down this ram that had two horns. And that is what we are seeing in this chapter that is going to be interpreted to us by the angel in the next few verses. And he said this this he goat had only one notable horn and after that he goat has conquered the, the, the ram he became great and the horn was broken and four other horns came up in, in the replacement of this notable horn now verse 11 and he said out of these four horns in verse 9 he said, out of one of the four horns came forth a little horn and when you look at the the other chapters 8 where we were reading about the four beasts the fourth beast also have a little horn that came up out of the midst of the ten horns but this is a little bit different from that horn from this from this particular horn right now even though it could be meaning the same thing but it seems to be different and let's read on because this one seems to be coming from the from the single horn that turned to become four horns and out of the four horns came another little horn but you see that it was more or less saying the same thing verse 11 said this little horn works great it was exceeding great toward the south and toward the east and toward the pleasant land toward the south and toward the east means it must be coming from the north or from the west now it works great even to the host of heaven and it cast down some of the hosts and of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them now that's verse 10 says stamped upon the host of heaven and that also should be representing the other beast that was conquered that wage war against the saints of the most high that is saying the same thing in another way it's this one in that chapter 7 said this horn made war with the saints of the most high and here he said it, it cannot down the host of heaven which is saying the same thing the host of heaven is represented by the saints of the most high god the servants of god that's what it meant by host of heaven it was great even to the host of heaven and it cast down some of the hosts and of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them so the saints of god are the stars that they are being represented here and it was great even to the host of heaven verse 11 said yea he magnified himself even to the prince of the host and by him the daily sacrifice was taken away now when he say he magnified himself to the prince of the host you can say that it must be true this fellow that the lord jesus christ was crucified in that their kingdom that's why it means the lord jesus christ was crucified in this kingdom during the days of roman empire that was when christ was crucified so that was what he was talking about here also when he said he magnified himself even unto the prince of the host the lord jesus christ is the prince for the saints and by this by this small horn the daily sacrifice was taken away means the temple of god in jerusalem was taken down and the place of his sanctuary was cast down that was you can also see that when did that take place you can remember we are looking back into history right now but when this was written it was written as a prophecy that will be happening in the future in the future after daniel but we in this generation can look back and see this that when did this took place because he said the prince of the host will be will be will be crucified around the same time or was taken was was magnified against and also that the temple of god was knocked down that happened in the days of the roman empire when all the jews were scattered from that land for thousands of years so you can begin to understand the bible prophecy when you at this generation can look back at history and see what has been prophesied before that history took place now he went further in verse 12 
and an oath was given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression and it cast down the truth to the ground and it practiced and prospered and I heard one sin speaking and another sin said unto that certain sin which speak how long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden underfoot and he said unto me unto two thousand and three hundred days then shall the sanctuary be cleansed now let me stop right there and look back and say this prophecy was actually giving us a timeline, a day, a, 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 a numbering system that from the there will be a time when this from the I'm just interpreting it to you. We can go further in the next few verses and see what the angel actually said was the meaning of this. But let's go and interpret it in a little way. Here is we we read in the for verse eight and verse nine that this little horn from this beast will prosper and overthrow many kings many 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 saints of God like we have interpreted he said he cast down the host which was representing the, the host of heaven and also the prince of the host and also we say it was in that generation of the of this kingdom which perhaps is the Roman Empire that started around that time it was in that generation that the Lord Jesus Christ was crucified so that's why he said he magnified against the prince of the host and also cast the stars down to the ground now he went further in verse 12 and said he also have his own army that did a lot of terrible things because of the transgressions, because of the sin of the Jews. He said that the old, their, old, their place of sanctuary was knocked down because it was always because of their offenses that made God to scatter them out of the land. And when in verse 13 he said, then now there is this, a saint was asking another saint, like prophets talking to one another saying, how can we know when this thing will take place and how soon will this thing finish and he said how long will it take from the time the daily sacrifice was taken away till the end that's what, what they are asking and we are to, what daily sacrifice are we talking about right now we perhaps may not say vertically which one it is but we can say from the time the temple was destroyed the temple of God was destroyed till the end how long will it take and that was what the angel was prophesying right here and now they are giving it in days we can no, but we may not be able to say this days represent something. We can say maybe a day represented a year, or it simply represents something else. But if we look at a year, that maybe one day represent one year, like some of the other prophecies of Daniel seems to indicate one day represent a year in the book of Daniel chapter nine. Now, if we look, if we take that interpretation, that we can assume that one day represent a year, and they are talking about two thousand days, which is talking almost like 2,000 years and you can see now from the time the temple of the temple of God in Jesus was destroyed was going towards 2,000 years right now not we cannot say exactly the, the by to the letter or to the to the to the to the to the hundreds of the number but we know can see exactly and see it's almost 2,000 years since the temple of Jerusalem has been destroyed and this is what the angel is prophesying here say so unto 2,300 days in the 70s, 1970s and 1980s, there are prophets, even in this America, that have been predicting and prophesying that the end of the world may come quickly, the Lord Jesus Christ may come soon, and that it may never reach the year 2000 before all these things take place. Now, many of them have been silent since the year 2000 has come and gone, and nobody can predict anymore how soon the Lord is coming. But when you count the number of years that was prophesied in this book of Daniel, chapter 8, and the angel said 
from the time the daily sacrifice was taken away till the end is what they are talking about here. how long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden underfoot and that is talking about from the time they destroyed the temple till the end how long will it be and the angel was saying 2,300 days like I said if we take the interpretation that that day represents a year which I am not dogmatic about this but if we take that you could be saying 2,000 years from that time and we know that in AD 70 70 AD was when Jerusalem was destroyed so add 2,000 years to that we're talking of year 2,030 or something which look as if the Lord may not come on for another 300 years but we are not sure but some other people have interpreted and say maybe each day is like half a day like you say morning and evening if you say it's morning and evening because in the next few verses the angel will say morning and evening right now which means split it into two now if you split that into two 2300 days 300 days 2300 days into two will be bringing you to 1200 or 1175 1150 days or 1,150 years, which is not close to what we are, and we are already past year 2000, which we are already past 1900 and something year. So we we cannot really say what this represents, but it's very close now that it's close to 2000 years since the Jerusalem has been destroyed. So that is why we can only say we are close to the end. Even if it's 300 years to come, we are closer than when it started. We are closer than when Jerusalem was destroyed. We are closer than when all these things were being predicted in the 70s so think about it the lord is still coming but it's coming very soon it may not be in the next few years it may be in the next 10 years maybe shorter than that but you you have only a short time to live and to prepare you as a person you have only a short time to live and to prepare and to be part of the kingdom of god so whether he is coming in 300 years to come or is coming in 10 years you to be a member of the kingdom of god because you only have 70 years or 800 years to live here you better prepare yourself now and get yourself in that kingdom now because you don't know when your own time will be that you go away from here and go and wait in paradise or in hell so you better come right now and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior so this is more important to you to prepare now while you are still alive while you are still living while you are still breathing because you don't know when your own time will call when your number will be called and you will go away from this planet let me go on with this chapter as we were saying because here he said how long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden underfoot now what this particular verse is prophesying to us is that he said a saint was asking another saint simply means God will begin to give understanding to the saints who are the saints the Christians in this chapter it was a vision to Daniel a vision means he was still seeing things that will come to happen in the future but it was after the days of Daniel when Christ came that the you can start to number the saints those who are Christians are now the saints but at the end of the world God has begun to reveal the mystery of these things to the Christians to the preachers to the prophets so that they begin to explain it to one another that is what is prophesying here that the saints will be able to talk to one another be able to be able to number the times be able to say Christ is coming so maybe in social time maybe in social time that was why in the 70s in the 80s up to now prophets have been trying to predict because God is giving them visions that even though they may not know the exact 
understanding of the vision, but we have a season in our mind. And that is what this is actually prophesying to us, that since we have an inkling of the timing at the end of the world, since of God we have inkling of the timing, and they will be communicating one to another. Because he said one saint was asking another saint in this vision. And but the meaning of it, nobody really knows the meaning of these 2,300 days. However, it simply means saints of God will be passing it back and forth, explaining one to another what it might mean. And that's what I'm telling you today. If you are a saint of God, take heed to the fact that the Lord is coming soon. And we are closer to the end than 30 years ago. Amen. Now, in verse 15. And it came to pass, when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning, then behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man, and I heard a man's voice between the banks of Ulai, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. So an angel came near to Daniel, the angel Gabriel, and he was told to make the Daniel understand the vision. So he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was afraid, and fell upon my face. But he said unto me, Understand, O son of man, for at the time of the end shall be division. Now you understand this, understand this, listen to me. He said, These things will be at the time of the end. And we are at the time of the end. We believe we are at the time of the end. All these things that are prophesied. And the angel said, Behold, I will make thee know what shall be in the last end of the indignation. For at the time appointed, the end shall be. Verse 20. The ram which thou sawest having two horns are the kings of Media and Persia. I've already pointed that out in the, in the earlier part because the angel have started revealing it right now. And, and the rough goat is the king of Grecia. Now you can see what I just said earlier on. The rough goat represented the Grecian Empire. The, the, uh, the beast, the ram that had two horns represented the kings of Media Persia in the days of the Media Persian Empire. And he went for I said, and the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. People believe that that first king of Greece here was the Alexander the Great. We are looking back at history and can explain this to you. Verse 22 said, Now that being broken, whereas four stood up for it, four kingdoms shall stand up out of the nation, but not in his power. According to history, I'm bringing you back to history right now, that took place after Alexander the Great died that the, con the Grecian Empire split into four. You have the Egyptian broke up and, the, and one broke up into, into the east and into the west and into the north and into the south. And that was how all the other countries, that was out of those that Roman Empire came up also from the west. Now let's go on and say verse 23. Say, but, and in the latter time of their kingdom, that is in the latter time of these four branches that came off, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. So out of these four parts of the world that are broken away from Grecian Empire, will come this uh, at the end of the world will come this little horn. And his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And it shall destroy wonderfully, and shall prosper and practice, and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people that means the Christians and the saints and through his policy also he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand and verse 35 there is talking about this technological breakthrough at the end of the world which is taking place right now and industrial revolution which takes place right now and that has taken place since the since about 100 years ago through this 
end of the this beast of the end of the world, the European Empire, so to speak. That's what he was talking about, the European Empire. Say through his policy, also it shall cause craft to prosper as industrial revolution, and he shall magnify himself in his heart, and by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, but he shall be broken without hand. And the vision of the now that is the when he says bridge shall stand up against the prince of princes. That means at the end of the world, this is the kingdom that the kingdom of God will knock off. Because the Bible said that the, the, the in the book of Revelation chapter 19, he said the prince of the prince of peace or the, the Lord of Laws was riding upon the horse, coming down to wage war against the kingdoms of this world. And it was this end of the world kingdoms that we confront the, the the Lord from heaven. Because when the Bible said the Lord from heaven will knock all of them down and destroy them, whoever, whichever kingdom was ruling by that time will be the kingdom that will be knocked off. But they shall rise up against the king of, uh, king of kings. As you see in the book of Revelation chapter 19, where he said the Antichrist gather all the nations to fight against the one on the horse, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the saints of God coming with the Lord Jesus Christ from, from the sky. And let's go on and read the last part of it. And the vision of the evening and the morning, which was told, is true. Now, verse 26 is very important. The angel mentioned the evening and the morning, which means the numbering of the days, 2,300 days, that was mentioned in the earlier verses, verse 14. He said that was evening and the morning. He said that vision was true, meaning the number of days will be true. That is, from the time the temple is destroyed till the end of the world is 2,300 days. But the angel said that was evening and the morning. So we are not really sure what that symbolized. But everybody has given their own interpretation, their own opinion. But none of them has been right because some people with their own interpretation and with their opinion have predicted dates which have all been false. Wherefore, shut thou up the vision, for it shall be for many days. So Daniel received this vision and he wrote it down for us to understand exactly what God is going to do at the end of the world. What we can tell you right now is we are close to the end of the world. We have seen the industrial revolution take place in history. We have seen the technological revolution take place. And at this end of the world right now, according to what this prophecy said, he said through this antichrist system, which is the end of the world kingdom, craft will prosper. Just think about it. Internet revolution. The computer revolution. It has taken place in the Western Empire, Western Hemisphere. It has taken place in the European kingdoms and that is what we have right now but this is the this is the generation also when god is setting up his own kingdom and we preaching to you come and be part of the kingdom of god come and be one of the members of the kingdom of christ that is our invitation to you so that you can have a hope of the new kingdom to come would you like to be a christian would you like to be born again today if you are a christian already would you like to aspire to the goal of overcomers because the bible said that he that overcometh he that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my sons and daughters. God is calling you and inviting you right now to come and be an overcomer. Because the Bible says, In the days of all these kings, the God of heaven shall set up his own kingdom that shall destroy all these other kingdoms. You understand what I'm saying right now? So that's why we are inviting you to come and be one of the disciples of Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, he went further here and he said, The vision of the evening and the morning which was told is true. So the 2,300 days, like I was saying earlier in the earlier vision, earlier verse, we said, we may not even be able to be physically or 
pinpoint what that exactly means because everyone that have predicted and said it may mean this, it may mean that they have all failed. So I don't, I'm not going to put this in it, but I can tell you right now that from the time the temple in Jerusalem was destroyed till the till till now is almost 2,000 years. Take away some years, 70 AD. It's almost 2,000 years. But this angel, the angel was telling us from the time of the temple is destroyed till the end will be 2,300 days, which is close to saying that it's, it's going to be 2,000. When he was being, when he was prophesying this, people would have said 2,000. It couldn't be days. It couldn't be years. People have said it couldn't be years. But now we can say, well, even if we say years, if it's represented years, we are close to years right now, 2,300 years since the temple was destroyed. And people have assumed that the temple will soon be rebuilt. No one knows when it will be rebuilt. But the Bible said, it is time for you to repent is now. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And God bless your heart. Now, praise the Lord. This is Brother Julius Adewumi inviting you to accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are a Christian that has been listening to this radio broadcast, I challenge you and I urge you to aspire to the goal of overcomers. Be zealous for more of God. Ask the Lord to increase your faith, to build you up spiritually, and pray for the gifts of the Holy Ghost to increase and intensify in you so that you can come to the stature, to the fullness of the stature of Christ. That is our goal as believers. Now, if you that is listening to me, you are not a Christian or you are just a church member. You are a church goer trying to do good, but you are not really born again. You don't even know what it means to be born again. You are not sure whether you have been washed from your sins. I invite you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today. And I want to pray for you right now so that you can be assured of your salvation and so that your, your heart and your faith and your spirit can begin to believe the Word of God. The Word of God specifically says, anyone that believes in me, anyone that believes in the Lord Jesus Christ has eternal life. You have got to believe that utterance of Jesus and then invite Jesus to come out take over your life because he gives a power into the believers that he call being born again. And it is this power that rejuvenates us from within that makes us to be a new creature in Christ. The Bible said, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Gospel of John chapter 1 verse 12. Now, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I want you to pray, to bow your head and pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. I believe you died for me on the cross. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I renounce sin. I renounce Satan. I renounce all ungodliness. And I renounce all witchcraft and evil powers. And I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior today. Come and take over my life, Jesus. And fill me with the Holy Ghost. Wash me with your blood. From now on, I belong to you, Jesus. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Thank you for making me your child. Amen. Father, I pray for all the people that are listening. Help them, Lord Jesus Christ, to begin to follow the word of God. To begin to read the scriptures and to understand and obey it. And let them be filled with the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive ye the Holy Ghost today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I want you to write to me and I will send you some literature that will be edifying to you. 
write to Evangelist Julius Ade Gospel Distribution Ministry Post Office Box 71027 Phoenix, Arizona 85050 God bless you If you have access to the internet our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org You have to spell that one out gospeldistribution.org Gospel distribution is one word www.gospeldistribution.org and you can send us email on the internet our email address is webmaster at gospeldistribution.org webmaster at gospeldistribution.org and you can also read all our literature on the internet freely god bless you and see you, we'll see you again next time in jesus name